0: them so much like yeah that's they're amazing aren't they beautiful art like like there's like a doll girl in here somewhere and oh my god yeah that reminded
1: me of alice that one
0: they all remind me of alice personally i just think they're like so good yeah well my fear is okay hi guys
1: were we recording this whole time yes Haha,
0: oh. <laughs> I sneakily pressed the button, and you didn't even know.
1: No, I didn't.
0: You really? Yeah, you could have said anything about. It. But um, my fear. Okay, so we're looking at this tarot card deck that my boyfriend bought for me. It's gorgeous. It's called the. It's um the Nicoletta Ciccoli? Eh, it, it Italian. Ciccoli so I'm I'm assuming. I, th- I think it's Ciccoli. I think you're right. Yeah, I think so. Um, I don't know. From really what I remember pretty. of Rome. Yeah, it's very, like, doll-like art. But it's haunting doll, like... Yeah, like, haunting, eerie. Haunting, eerie, beautiful. Yeah, like, the art is just incredible. It's so my thing, because it's, yeah, like, eerie doll art. Like, you've all seen the style, probably. I'm in love like, with it. you'd that. recognize it. Yeah, so, like, my fear, though, is whenever someone reads me a tarot deck... Which has happened a few times, no matter what the deck is, whether it's my other deck, which is, like, Joie de Vivre, which is also, like, a really playful art style. It's mm-hmm. French, obviously. Joy. Uh, joy of the day or whatever. The joy of life. Yeah, joy of life. Um, And then I I also got a reading from my boyfriend's deck, which is this really cool gothic one. Any deck. Doesn't fucking matter. I always get upside-down cards.
2: And always? this is after
0: it's been... Yeah, this is after it's is been thoroughly shuffled and... Well, it's usually, it usually means, like, the inverse of what the card would usually mean. Yeah. And I always get good good, cards.
1: Oh, upside down.
0: Upside down. Yeah, like, or I'll get the one card right side up, which is always, and this is funny, the hanged man. So he's right side up, but he's upside down. Oh my god. And and it's not a card that you necessarily want to get in context. The hanged man basically means, I don't know, that you're in for some stuff. It's kind of vague, but, Mm -hmm. um... I mean, it could mean anything, but it's – yeah, so my fear is that I'm going to use this deck. My boyfriend's going to give me a reading because that's our plan. I'm going to give him a reading. His are all going to be fantastic because he's – he, for some reason, <laughs> good things are in his future but not mine. Um, And I'm just going to get, like, the shit reading that's just like, yep, yeah, this, this card is upside down. It sure is. So are all the you ones Mitchell you picked 10. somehow – yeah, and like, like the deck is I don't know how shuffled. to uncurse you, I'm sorry. Right? <laughs> uncurse me, Andrea.
1: I don't know how I even did it.
0: Uncurse my Me pouring
1: pepper into people's eyeballs soul. curses them.
0: I mean, that does sound like it would be like an old curse somehow. Right? Like pouring pepper into like your enemy's eyes. I mean, A, they're going to be kind of cursed in general because that sucks. That experience yeah. in general already is <laughs> not good. And B, it just does sound folktale-ish. Like, it totally does.
1: Yeah, it does.
0: Yeah, Andrea pinned me down. I think I I told you guys about this in, like, an earlier episode. Yeah, she doesn't remember it conveniently. I don't remember Um, it at
1: all. I don't think it happened.
0: Four-year-old – no, it definitely did. Four-year-old me remembers this vividly because it was traumatic. You – okay, so I came into the kitchen, and you were like, I want to try something. Little, like, young Andrea. Uh, So (laughs) she sits on four-year-old me because four-year-old me is trying to get away and knows, like, this is probably going to be bad. (laughs) And she pours pepper into my eyes. Apparently, you saw something, like, on TV or read something in a book. Oh. Like, something along those lines. So you poured pepper in my eyes, and obviously I'm, like, crying.
1: I wish I could remember, and I wish I knew what I was trying to do, because then I would know if it worked. I don't remember at all.
0: You know, plot twist, I didn't tell Mom because you told me not to, and I instantly forgave you.
1: Oh, good, good. That worked then.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I just wanted your love... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just wanted my big sister to like me, but you were just on the cusp of g- going to be, like, cool teenage Andrea, and you were like, no.
1: Yeah, I was 10.
0: Yeah, you would have been around 10. Yeah, so, like, you, yeah, you were getting to that point where you're almost too cool for me, and then you were, like, a year later. Yeah. And yeah. you are like, stop and then hovering.
1: And continued that way for the rest of our lives.
0: Uh, no. As soon as, <laughs> as soon as I turned, like, 15, 16, I was cool again to you, even though you were, like, in your 20s by this point. But, like, it's because you can talk to, oh, like, yeah. a 50, yeah you, you can talk really. to teens more, like, yeah. You
2: can.
1: It's way easier. Yeah,
0: because yeah. you, you have can more still in common. relate. Yeah, you've got more in common at that point as opposed to, like, yeah, a little kid and a teen. Yeah. yeah. There, there's not much in common.
1: There was quite the age gap between us.
0: Yeah, mom really waited on me. <laughs> like, she really waited to have me. I know. For, like, a long-ass time that she shouldn't have.
1: I asked her repeatedly.
0: <laughs> repeatedly? Yeah. For
1: a younger sibling.
0: oh that's Preferably a sister. Yeah, I'm sorry. That was. That didn't work out.
1: No, but you tried. Yeah, I mean, she waited six years, almost seven. I don't know how many years. Anyway, uh,
0: about seven, almost even.
1: I think almost seven. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So to have me, and I was like, you could have done it earlier. I mean, Andrea was asking.
1: Yeah. Uh. So you chose What's your the fear theme. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I have you, about you have to piggyback fear. off
0: me now. See, Andrea gonna fear.
1: I think I might just start turning to witchcraft to get. Bye.
0: Hey. Okay. Yeah. Why is that a fear though? Um Cause you I'm afraid you it do. won't work. Oh. Also, I
1: haven't bought any books yet.
0: Okay. Uh I can definitely pro tip you on which books are shit okay. and which books are less shit.
1: Alright. So stay tuned.
0: Yeah, for Andrea adopting witchcraft and failing. Yeah. I'm at also
1: it. afraid that Ren will never choose a microphone.
0: I mean that's fair. <laughs> okay, so I'm torn between two audio technicas. Uh, the forty fifty and the twenty twenty. I think. Um, so, so if anybody has yeah. any feedback, that's why I want to say, yeah, yeah. I was like, if anyone out there and it needs to work for both podcasting and also voice acting
1: and both of our voices.
0: Yeah. So like so my
1: high chipmunk voice
0: and my like mid ish tenor, or whatever. I don't. I don't actually know. Tenor. I don't know. Whatever. Either. It's a tenor. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's some sort of tenor. It's in, it's in the tenor zone. So we'll, okay, we'll yeah. do that. And Andrea's definite soprano chipmunk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the official music. Uh, if term anybody for
1: has it. any
0: recommendations, recommendations
1: please yeah. email us at twoscaredsiblings at gmail.com.
0: Yeah. We'll tell you all about that email again at the end of the episode because that's what we do. So <laughs> I chose the theme today. Oh, did you want to tell yes,
1: me? Yes, actually, I want to promote October Pod I guess. Yes,
0: Aww. because
1: I really think that
0: that he's good. That he's what good. he does. Yeah, I, I, personally did. Honestly, watching, I was like, just about to say a like, bunch of
1: stuff come out on him, and like it, he's just been tweeting, and it sort of came back into my mind that like his podcast is really freaking cool. And I haven't listened to it in a while, but it's awesome.
0: Yeah, I haven't listened to it in a while either, and I'm catching up slowly so i'm getting there but it's it takes me 500 it's years it's such a
1: good like vintage old horror radio show style
0: i love it and i that. haven't
1: encountered any other the podcasts so that are like that so
0: no me neither um
1: i really think like it's really unique
0: yeah it's a lot like um you know those youtube who do horror channels, guys. Andrea doesn't. So I do I'm, I'm directing it to the audience <laughs> here. Um, Andrea's not cool. But am um, not. She's not. She's not cool. No. Yeah. No. Uh, so yeah, like uh, the ones with like deep voices, but like he he pulls this off like really well. Yeah. yeah. I really like the style. It's really good. So that's our promo. you
1: go. We don't
0: have a clip, but that, yeah. we just wanted to shout out.
1: We'll throw a clip in if we can find it before this airs.
0: I'd probably, I, I know I have I asked have him it. to send me one. Okay, so we might have one, good. We
1: might have one, but we'll just like throw
0: it in. If we do, then yeah, then it's going to happen suddenly, like right now, maybe.
2: Anyway. This is Edward October for October Pod, take one.
3: We know a remote farm in Lancaster, where Mrs. Buckram lives. Every July, pumpkins grow there. You really mean that?
2: I think you're reading the wrong script. You're supposed to be telling folk about OctoberPod. Let me, um, let me get you a copy of the new script. <clears throat>
3: but, but, that's bad copy. I think it's so nice that you see a snow-covered field and say every July pumpkins grow there. Ed,
2: what are you you looking at? What snow-covered field? This is an audio promo. Edward October for OctoberPod, take two.
3: We know of a fjord in Norway, near where the cod gather in Great Shoals. There, Jörg Tostensen frees the cod, adding a crumb crisp coating. Ooh, that's tough. Crumb crisp coating.
2: Let's just talk about OctoberPod. You see, Ed, I was thinking...
3: Ed wasn't drinking!
2: What? I said thinking. I was thinking we should just talk about your show. You know, OctoberPod? Retro horror for bald individualists? I didn't say anything about drinking.
3: You didn't say it. He said it.
2: Who are you talking to?
3: Your friend. There's
2: no one else in here. Edward October for October Pod. Take three.
3: This is a lot of shit. You know that, don't you? <clears throat> now, you want another one on what?
2: Peas? Stream October Pod. Available now on YouTube, Vimeo, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Podchaser, and at Octoberpod VHS.com. Octoberpod Retro Horror for bold individualists.
0: Anyway, <laughs> um <laughs> you'll, you'll find out. So yeah, so, yeah we, you chose the
1: theme.
0: I did. Today's theme
1: is horrible laboratory.
0: Uh bad things. Accidents. I, you
1: are not good at finishing my sentences.
0: No, I know you were going for accidents, but I didn't choose one that was an accident.
1: Oh, okay. But, like,
0: because um, I, I was kind of going for, like, terrible things that have happened in labs, which is usually accidents, so that's easier. Yeah. But I found one that wasn't an accident, and you found one that was a horrific accident.
1: I did. Oh, I touched the cord.
0: I know. It's always like a nightmare. hello, hello. Hello.
1: We're good. We're
0: okay. Good. Okay. Whew. Yeah, we'll we that need a
1: again. new microphone.
0: Yeah, we really do. All right. All right. So get I to get first. to start off because I choose. You want to hear about some some shitty things that happen in the lab? I do. I do. I know you do.
1: <laughs> I do. I do.
0: Raise your hand, Andrea. Okay, I'm not gonna pick you. <laughs> that was too eager. I God feel like you're it. sucking up.
1: Ah, uh, here's an apple. <laughs> Stir <Stirring>. run. <laughs>
0: number one teacher
1: mr sibling number
0: two number two number three teacher who's like okay-ish I guess yeah. is what the mug <laughs> says that you gave me all right so I'm not a teacher by the way guys don't ask me questions about things please
1: what's two plus two
0: I don't fucking know who do I look like <laughs> to you Einstein like what are you what don't look at me like that Wait, figure out for yourself. This is a learning opportunity. This is me as a teacher. Well, I could give you the answer, but I feel like it would enrich you. That's what the teacher did not know the answer. It totally is. They did that to me all the time. I loved it. They did that to
1: me too. I was like,
0: I was like, fuck you. What
1: the fuck are you here for, then?
0: Yeah, like if you're not
1: here to help me,
0: yeah, at least look it up, man. Like, fuck, Google it. Right. All right. So (laughs) back to horrible labs. This one's pretty nasty. Obviously, like warnings were like. Body horror and whatever. Um, a human body broker in Arizona. This Yikes. happened in Phoenix. Yes, I'm so it's gross. <laughs> it's yicky. So
1: okay. I like yicky things.
0: I know you do. I can I can see the Andrea excited about yicky things look in your eye. It's a specific <laughs> gleam, and she also did a dance. So in 2014, FBI agents conducted a raid on the uh, and this is the name of the place Biological Resource Center which is an illegal body donation organization in Arizona, which is obviously closed down now, um, what they found there was, a like, pretty fucking brutal. Good. So, essentially, police were there as part of a multi-state investigation into illegal trafficking and selling of human body parts, right? So, someone must have said something about this place where they were like, uh, I don't like it. So they went there, the FBI went there, checked it out.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yep. In the summer of 2019, and this is probably part of it, like they probably heard complaints from these people, because in the summer of 2019, there was a lawsuit, or multiple lawsuits, filed against the center, which brought a lot of the following information to light. So there were 33 plaintiffs who were filing the lawsuit, because, of course... They were told that the body parts of their loved ones were being used appropriately and for worthy scientific endeavors, like you'd expect.
1: What were they doing instead? You'll find out. Okay.
0: So a former FBI special agent named Mark... uh,
1: Quiner. Quiner? Quiner. Swinner. Quiner.
0: Keener. Canar. Mark. Mark. Mark Mark is my friend. Uh, Yeah. A, a, A former FBI special agent named Mark... (laughs) Um, described the, uh, quote, various unsettling scenes that agents witnessed once they were inside the building. So to start, there was, quote, a bucket of heads, arms, and legs, and, quote, a cooler filled with male genitalia. Ew. They had a bucket of penises
1: just
0: cooling. Yeah, and it gets worse. So agents also found infected heads So, rotting heads of the corpses these people had disassembled badly. (laughs) And, disturbingly, a woman's head that had literally been sewn onto a large male's torso.
1: Ooh, that would be creepy looking. Like a tiny little woman's head on a gigantic man body.
0: Yeah, it it was weird. Like, or according to um, azcentral.com, so Arizona Central, Mark Mark. testified (laughs) that, uh, yeah, quote, Mark testified that he also saw a, quote, large torso with the head removed and replaced with a smaller head sewn together in a Frankenstein manner. Okay. And this was apparently hanging on a wall. Why? Like a weird fucking macabre decoration. Like these people were just like playing with these body parts that they were going to sell. Mm. That's really gross. Yeah.
1: I mean that would be smelly too. Like why would you want to play around with rotting meat?
0: I don't know. Evil? Because like... I like the idea of that in an art piece with, like, doll parts or something, but an actual human's body, why would you do that? No. I mean, A, yeah, the smell, like, the rot and whatever else, but also, like, these are human beings. They were once alive. hmm They have families. Like, yikes. So, and of course, uh, piles of untagged and unidentified body parts that had been, like, callously stacked on top of each other in freezers and... Uh, everywhere so like there were like a bajillion different limbs from people that were all mixed together
1: this just sounds like one small step away from being serial killers
0: yeah i think so because like i mean they're just selling parts right they don't even care who these people are they just like bag of feet it could be anyone's feet yeah they don't
1: care if it Goes
0: to the right. Yeah, or if this person has any rights to their body parts anymore, yikes! So this specific scam center had promised the deceased loved ones that they'd pick up their body for free, the body of the deceased, um, in exchange for usage of the body for quote, 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 scientific quote, quote, quote exploration. Like, picture me making the air quotes a little bit. Just not very scientific. It's not scientific. It's exploration. So, which was obviously not. What they did. So the company was just selling off body parts to middlemen for a bunch of money. Like, for example, the intact body of a boy, but with no shoulders or head, would be sold for something like two thousand nine hundred dollars. And there was like a whole price list for various parts. And Why their would costs. people buy those? Mm, there are various reasons. Um, I read a little bit about it in one of the sources I was um like researching with, and. It sounds like there's just a variety of reasons. It's very, like, it's very lucrative. I don't know, like, selling it to schools, selling it to other people who are going to sell it, selling it to people who think it's for something else, selling it, you know, for transplant because they, you know, took their organs out, too. Um I don't know, selling a, it to weird perverts. I don't know, The like, organs
1: have to be fresh. Like they can't just be like
0: <laughs> They can't just be like tossed at a person. Yeah, no. They can't
1: just be like taken and, out of a dead body and given to a living person. Like, yeah, like you don't you don't hand way. it
0: to them like a gift bag. But I'm guessing they I mean this happened in like it was they did have a laboratory where this happened, right? Like yeah. where they found this shit. So, maybe so they, they did were actually like, have them, preserved. them. I'm I'm guessing the organs actually were, yeah.
1: So then one of them must have been like at like at least a transplant kind of surgeon.
0: Yes, one of, uh, several people there actually did have some training. Others were trained with, like, really gruesome videos. Others were, like, out of school. Um, Yeah. yeah, so that was a thing. And it clearly sounds like the laboratory, like, techs or whatever they and their qualifications were or were not liked to butcher and play around with the bodies of these people. In 2015, the owner of this company, Stephen Gore, aptly named... Uh, tearfully pleaded guilty to the charges made against him, which included running an illegal business and obviously the accusations that he'd used body parts in ways the donors had not permitted. Like obviously the families weren't like, Yeah, you can totally take my loved one's head yeah. and put on another dead person's torso. Yeah. yeah. For funsies. Like so he was sentenced to one year of deferred jail time four years probation, and made to pay a restitution amount of 121000 to the plaintiffs. That's it. That's okay. it. That's all you had to do. Mm-hmm. According to uh, NewYorkPost.com in one of the articles I read for this, Arizona passed a law in 2017 that said that body donation companies aren't allowed to operate without a license, which, I mean, I I just, it's incredible that...
1: That should be obvious. Yeah,
0: I, like I can't believe that something like that even needed to be debated in the first place. Shouldn't that have, shouldn't that be a thing that you have to get before you open one? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I agree. So they <laughs> haven't, they haven't actually implemented that law yet, though.
1: Okay. They're just
0: talking. So about we can it. go
1: to Arizona and sell bodies if we wanted.
0: Yeah, we don't need a license. It's fine. Okay. It's fine, long as no one figures out and sues us. We're allowed. <laughs> Great. So, and I mean, they might have by now, but they hadn't yet in 2019. So Mm, it's, yeah, probably still, Arizona's probably still sitting on that one. So, and here's a paragraph from um, router.com, a quote from their article. Sam Kazemi stood over the old man's corpse. Nearby lay pliers, a scalpel, and a motorized saw designed to cut drywall and pipe. On a busy day, Kazemi might harvest body parts from five or six people who had donated their bodies to science. On this day, in November 2013, the corpse before Kazemi typified the donors who gave their remains to his employer, Biological Resource Center, which is such a generic name when mm-hmm. I think about it, right? The man was a retired factory worker with a ninth grade education. He had lived with his wife in a mobile home in Mojave Valley, Arizona, and had died six days earlier, aged 75. His name was Conrad Patrick. But after he died and his body was donated, Patrick became a commodity, known by the company's initials and a number, BRC 13112103, Poor Patrick. So here's a quote from uh, his wife, Donna Patrick. She stated, quote, they prey on people that have no money, that are poor, that have no insurance, like us. Yeah.
1: So basically, they were donating, like, people who couldn't afford an actual funeral yep. or whatever, yeah. donating their loved one's bodies
0: Thinking to science. Be, Yeah, Because then at least they'd be honored. Yeah, and, like, they offered to pick them up for free, so that would make sense. And, yeah, and yes. at least they'd be honored Saves because the they thought... the cost of an
1: actual funeral...
0: Mm-hmm. And you like think I mean, it's you still have a, a funeral, cause. but you
1: don't have to have like a whole coffin yeah. and stuff like that.
0: All the all the like ridiculously expensive things that you can't and buy a afford. plot
1: and or like pay the what it costs to have them cremated.
0: Yeah, like all of that stuff, right? So. Yeah, like
1: it's expensive.
0: It's ridiculous. So it'd be better, or easier just to have
1: like a wake and then have them pick up the body for free and have your loved one honored in a different way by advancing science.
0: Yeah, and that's what they were told, and you really wouldn't think that there was any other reason behind that unless you knew about, like, organ trafficking in the United States, which I didn't even know about. Like, I, I'm i not surprised, but I hadn't heard much about it yeah. before now. That's gross. So gross. when you donate your body, uh, just make sure that you're donating it to a good place.
1: Yeah, don't give it to weird places with generic names in Arizona.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't give anything to Arizona. Arizona sucks.
1: Yeah, Just Arizona. kidding,
0: Arizona. I love you. It's fine. Keep listening to us.
1: Okay, don't I you... did an actual lab accident.
0: Yes, I'm proud of you.
1: This is the story of Michelle Dufault.
0: I, uh, oh, Yeah. This one's depressing. It's sad. Uh.
1: So 22-year-old Michelle Dufault was a physics and astronomy major at Yale University, originally from, she wait, maybe, Massachusetts. I don't know. It's spelled. Uh, she- she-
0: she- 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 yeah. yeah. Right. Massachusetts she- is where she was from.
1: Right. Right. Yep. Okay. So Michelle was described by family members as a living saint, simply brilliant, a wonderful, wonderful kid who should be celebrated, a true intellectual. Yeah. Uh headmaster of her former noble and Greenough school in Dedham. Mm -hmm. Massachusetts, stated she was distinctly humble, seemingly unaffected by her prodigious talent and academic attainments.
0: Yeah, so she wasn't like a huge egotistical asshole, but but she was really smart.
1: So she intended to work in the field of oceanography when she graduated. She played the saxophone in the Yale band, and she loved sports.
0: So she's super talented. She was
1: really smart and really, yeah.
0: Just like good, yeah.
1: Uh, She was a meticulous researcher, according to one of her housemates, Merlin Deng, And her friend said that she, quote, approached every aspect of her life like a scientist. Hmm. As an example, Merlin and her friend Alice discussed the fact that Michelle struggled to wake up every morning at 7 a.m. during her sophomore year. And she problem solved this by buying, like, a giant alarm clock
0: Hmm.
1: and experimented by placing it in different locations to effectively wake her up.
0: Yeah, to see, like, which location actually, like… Made it easier and woke her up effectively. And yeah, it's a very experimental method.
1: Yeah, in the end, she ended up putting it under her mattress because she needed the vibrations. Yeah. In combination with the noise to help her wake up,
0: which is smart. So she solved it. Yeah, I, I kind of did that accidentally too with like YouTube videos. As it turns out, depending on how bright the light is, I need certain things like certain voice timbers, or I'm just half dead. Yeah, I've yeah.
1: Everything wakes me up now. I don't have to worry about any of this. Yeah. And sugar will never let me sleep.
0: Oh yeah. Your not, cat.
1: not too late past five AM.
0: <laughs> if Michelle that's when just breakfast had a time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, so Michelle's friends said that she was content to discuss her achievements in science, even though when she talked to them it was way over their heads. But yeah. they would say that's really cool and she'd be satisfied and
0: Oh like she she just was interested in it, and wanted to share it with her with them.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, her thesis was a work in progress, and it was about whether liquid helium could be used to find dark matter.
0: Oh. Yeah. That's really fucking cool.
1: Really cool. And she also was, like, ha- very zesty for life. Oh, no. Like, she, yeah, was happy, happy, um, energetic yeah. sort of person.
0: Well, that's really sad. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh.
1: Michelle's body... Was found by other students who were working in the building, which housed the chemistry lab and machine shop. What had happened was her hair became caught in a fast spinning lathe. Oh, no. And it caused her death. Basically, what happened, according to the medical examiner, was that she like asphyxiated due to neck compression.
0: So it pulled her head in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So for people who don't know what a lathe is, it's a... Uh... Yeah, it's like a spinning device um, that, yeah, if your hair got caught, it's just going to keep spinning and it will yank you. Like, best case scenario, your hair gets pulled out. Yeah, I was more
1: expecting scalped, but, yeah, she was suffocated instead. So she had actually taken a safety course in the past that included instructions to tie back her long hair because her hair was longer than shoulder length. Yeah. She had actually helped in writing a 60-page best practices manual for the lab. Mm Mm-hmm. And Yale's chemistry department website claimed to have a state-of-the-art machine shop for students and staff to construct or modify research instruments.
0: Yeah. So this doesn't – it's a weird accident.
1: Yeah. When they investigated, they found that the lathe used by Michelle was built in 1962. It was like 49 years old and it didn't have an emergency stop button. Fuck. And it had no physical guards to protect the machine's operator.
0: Yeah, so that's not fucking safe at all. Oh my gosh! Like, yeah, like most of these things do have emergency stop buttons now. Yeah. For this exact reason.
1: And so it sounds like she also knew the safety precautions, and yeah. she probably followed them. Yeah. But since this thing was so old,
0: it's yeah, it like it's didn't matter. Yeah, because it's like it sounds you like like slip
1: up tiny little bit, and
0: one hair is out, and that's yeah. it. That's fucking it.
1: Uh, no written warnings were posted. And mandatory surveys of use of personal protective equipment were not completed, and there was no documentation. Oh, great. Safety inspections that were completed didn't include machine safeguarding. What? Uh, the U.S. Occupational Safety and Health Administration said that it lacked jurisdiction jurisdiction to monitor this lab and machine shop because it had no employer-employee relationship. What? So since it's not an employer with employees using these machines. Since they can't
0: machines, get sued, they don't give a shit.
1: Yeah. Because it's students.
0: Wow. <laughs> yeah. Since we're not paying you to be safe, we don't care if you are. Yep. Cool.
1: According to OSHA, I think it's – I mean, that's yeah. the Occupational Safety and Health Administration. Yeah. Uh, they wrote a letter obtained through the Freedom of Information Act. Um, normally, a fine would have been imposed on Yale University
0: Yeah. if
1: jurisdiction existed because lack of machine safeguarding is considered a serious violation.
0: Because it is. But there was no, yeah. Wow, like there wasn't a follow-up? There
1: wasn't machine safeguarding if it's not employee-employer. Wow. So so. their recommendations were establishing specific hours of operation for the chemistry lab and machine shop, ensuring that students don't work alone, and implementation of a formal training program.
0: Right, all of which she kind of already had. She wrote the book on it.
1: Yeah, so what about replacing 49-year-old piece of equipment?
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like <laughs> like doing that wasn't those videos, one of the recommendations, right? That's ridiculous because like she literally wrote part of a safety book, knew everything, like you could know everything. Yeah, but this machine is just a dangerous piece of shit. Wow. Yeah. So
1: obviously, those recommendations aren't great.
0: No, because it's ch- they want to use those because cheaper.
1: So here's a bit about Michelle. So other than her personality and scholarly status, she was. Always studying, yeah. uh, with few exceptions, according to her friends. Wow. She was pretty much, she wasn't party animal.
0: So you'd have to be dedicated to write something on dark matter. Like, that's yeah. a lot.
1: She appeared to be a night owl, as evidenced by her friends recounting her struggle to get up by 7 a.m. Yeah. She was found dead at 2.30 a.m. Um, her enthusiasm for her work was paramount, and others had no idea what she was talking about when she was talking about her work. Yeah. But they appreciated and supported her. She was one of a handful of brilliant scholars at the school.
0: Well, clearly, yeah.
1: So it's not really hard to imagine Michelle busily focusing on her scientific work. Yeah. In the wee hours of the morning while others slept. She may have worked for several hours and skipped dinner in order to complete an experiment
0: yeah. in a work
1: area that may have been occupied by other students earlier in the day. Yeah. And the police and medical examiner could not determine the exact time of her death. But she was tired. She would have been hungry. She wasn't concentrating on safety first, possibly.
0: Potentially. But it's...
1: The fault lies with the university. Yeah, forty-nine-year-old machines are not acceptable. No, and you're going to have tired people working in labs.
0: Yeah, you. It's a university. That's why you're only going to have tired people.
1: That's why these machines are supposed to have
0: safety mechanisms. safety guards.
1: Like, yeah, because
0: at least people are human button. and they're going to
1: mess up. They're going to accidentally forget to tie their hair back, or they're going to like trip or something. Like, it's just that's, human. You yeah. have to make sure that your equipment is prepared for that
0: yeah like that's why they've updated uh lathes since the 1960s yeah because people were dying
1: yeah don't keep it equipment and they're in line with like a whole bunch of other dangerous like there's lots of dangerous equipment
0: yeah when i was reading through looking um for which uh sort of case i was gonna pick i i read through a lot of accidents and a lot of people sent in their own personal stories. Like I read some from like Reddit, from various news sources, like, yeah, that people had sent in and like, one of the labs said that, okay, so something heated up because two chemicals were accidentally mixed in a waste bucket and it like warmed up. Yeah. And it turned out the sinks were fucking plastic.
1: Oh my God. They didn't even
0: have ceramic sinks in this lab. So it melted through to the floor, obviously. (sighs)
1: oh my god
0: update your labs oh my god! yeah i saw another
1: case but it looked like i don't know i didn't i couldn't find any information on it that would have like just been the story it was more like outrage about
0: oh and that is um,
1: reasonable there should be outrage but i
0: was that sherry um sanji yes 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 yeah i
1: wanted to do that one i started with it but then i was like oh my god this is going on forever
0: yeah, because it's very in depth, and so it a might lot be a good one to do.
1: But like on depth. one where we split it, yeah, and then do like a two parter or like
0: yeah, because that one's still ongoing. Half. Like like people's. I know, and that was another
1: it. thing. I'm like, oh, there's still updates. I'm like, no.
0: Long story short, though, this this poor girl got burned to death. Even though like uh, was he uh, a professor? Supervisor was with him, like was like in the room.
1: Yeah, I didn't read that much.
0: Yeah, something about that, like, and he, some people are thinking that he should take some blame. Although, from what I read of what happened to her, it sounds like they just, yeah, like, the equipment and the safety precautions should have just been better. Yeah. And it's, like, so. a lot of labs.
1: Yeah, it's just how it should be. Like, if you can't, like, I mean, unless it's, like, something that's, like, a mis- a big mistake on the part of the person. Yeah. Um, It's something that's avoidable if you have the right security precautions.
0: Yeah, exactly. And there will always be some things like that, right? Even if you've got like the safest lab in the history of time, there will be some fool who mixes like.
1: Yeah. Silly and that's their together. own accident. That's their problem. Don't have them mix the, the wrong two things together because it's labeled incorrectly. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or like a or piece because... of equipment doesn't have the right safety guards.
0: Yeah, because you're still using something from the fucking 60s. Yeah.
1: And these are your students. Like, they're just learning too. Like, Yeah, I mean, it sounds like she knew she was doing, but what if it was like a first year?
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you gotta have safety precautions because something is going to happen. Yeah, there's gonna be
1: someone who doesn't know how to operate it properly and tries to.
0: Yeah, there's gonna be an 18 year old in there at some point who's not sure how to work like dangerous chemicals. Yeah, because yeah, no, you you need these precautions.
1: Yeah, so that's the story. That was horrible lab shit.
0: Yeah, you're (laughs) welcome, guys. Um. Hmm.
1: Email us at two scared siblings at gmail.com.
0: Yes, and uh we have a Twitter at Two Scared Sibs and our Patreon is pinned to the top of it, but also you can go find us at uh patreon.com slash two scared siblings.
1: And you can send us your story. I haven't actually checked the email. I should check the email. Yeah. But as soon as I do
0: Yeah, just so send I mean, us your story Yeah,
1: send us stories.
0: Yeah, if you've got your own like <laughs> horror stories, if you're like a student or work in a lab or something, send us your own horror stories or any creepy stories, ghosts, I don't know. Any that one weird nightmare you had, short stories that you yeah. want us to read. Whatever. Yeah. Just we send haven't them our actually way. read a
1: story in a while. Exactly. I realized that. We should probably do that. Send yeah. us your stories and maybe it'll be yours next.
0: Yeah, if you've written an original story, like don't send us something that's like a creepypasta or that someone else has written unless yeah. Want, unless they're credited, but um, yeah. yeah if you want to write something or you have and you want us to read it, uh, yeah, send it to our our Gmail and we will. All right. That'll be fun. So now, to uh, soothe your your unhappily labbed souls, that was a clumsy sentence. You're that welcome. That's really weird. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure what that means, but I'm gonna kiss you so you forget. what mm-hmm. Sleep well.